Warning, the Fetish Finesse with Nisi show contains audio with adult language and sexual content. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 and may not be suitable for all adults. Listener discretion is advised. Happy Friday, guys. It's wet and rainy, so be safe out there. Thank you for tuning in this evening to Fetish Finesse with Nisi, brought to you on He Said What Radio Network. I am your host, and if you're wondering what this show is about, let me tell you. I found it incredibly important that everyone find peace with who they are and what it is they love. As for me, I love being able to educate people on every bit of intimacy beyond the taboos. This show is for the grown and sexy. And if you have any questions, please be sure to call in during my Ask Nisa segment that starts at 9.39.45 p.m. The number to call is 515-602-9647 and press 1. Again, the number to call in for your Ask Nisa segment number is 515-602-9647 and press 1. Also, guys, if you're looking to advertise anything with your business or anything that you got going on as far as reaching different audience, everything you can advertise on this show, on all the shows on uh, He Said What Network, um, how you reach the advertisement department is info at he said what network.com. And you also can just Subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. You can follow us on IG at He Said What Radio um, and Fetish underscore Finesse. Okay, guys, let's get started. Like I said, I know it's a lot of people at the house. It's raining outside, so I'm hoping you're listening in to the Fetish Finesse show with Miss Nisi. Humans have superpower. They get wet without water. They bleed without injury. They can make boneless heart and can make a human eat without cooking. Humans that invest in themselves tend to go farther. Fetish finesse is a form of sexual desires in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, and a part of the body. Finesse is doing it in a subtle and delicate manner. This show tonight, guys, we are going to be talking about do you like hairy or shaven vagina? I said a few weeks ago, instead of keep saying vagina, we're going to say the big wagon. That's my turn for the vagina. And for the penis, we're going to say the hard steel. So, you know, everybody got their own preference. I like to have fun, but I also like to educate you guys. So I'm going to start by saying this. Thank you for tuning in every Friday at 9 p.m. For the Ask Nisi segment and to call in at 9.30. Also, uh, I appreciate my team members that I have on this radio show and giving me a voice. I um, didn't realize that radio is, is the way to go. You know, you create your own platform and everything. So with all that said, my name is Miss Nisi. 
I've been in the medical field for over 20 years, and um, we're having our first event, Fetish, Fetish Finesse event, August the 21st. So stay tuned on the radio show and all the uh, social media outlet for Fetish underscore Finesse to get all the details that's involved, and tickets will go on sale as soon as possible. So with all that said, like I said, stay tuned so you can understand what's going on with Miss Nisa, and we can do our meet and greet so you can see how I look. And I know you hear the voice over the radio, and you're trying to figure out, like, who I am. So I am a real person. I really am. And I just wanted to put my knowledge out there to for people to understand about I know that I've been in this game for 20 years and what I mean the game I'm talking about the medical but I'm also a sexual connoisseur I got into this business because of um, a lot of people used to come to me and ask me things about different things that would go on and a lot of my friends called me a walker inside the peak encyclopedia when it comes down to the sexual knowledge and the sexual toys. So I decided not let me hold all of my information in, but let me educate the people on the outside of me because a lot of times we want to know what's going on with us, but we're sometimes timid or afraid to ask, especially if you're going into these stores and you see little young bucks standing up at the cash register. Hell, they don't know that's a job for them. But I am your girl. This is your radio show that you should you know, tune in on Friday just to listen to you, girl, Miss Nisi. So with that said, we're going to get into our preference. Lately, I realized that I do have a lot of knowledge, and I have been doing every everybody, including myself, a disservice about not sharing the medical view of everything that I put out here. Um, we can all always go and talk about different things that we want, but to understand how to get there and to understand everything that goes on with it, the good and the bad, this is where you tune in at on the Fetish Finesse Show on Fridays at 9, 8, 9 p.m., and you call in at 9.30 for any questions that you have. Um, we're going to talk about today the shaving, the waxing, the cleanliness of the bitwagon and the hard steel and your little friends up under the hard steel. We're going to call them buddies. You know your testicles, so we're going to start calling them buddies. So you got your buddies down there. Everyone has hair on their genitals. You grow this during your pubic stage. Your hormone starts to go through in your, your, your pubic stage. And a lot of times we had a hair because it helps us maintain whether it's cold. You know, if it's cold, you put on your underwear, you get up every day, you shower, you bathe, whatever your purpose is. If you go two or three days, you don't want to bathe, that's your business. So you have that going on. And when it's hot, it sort of like helps protect you. Your pubic hairs helps protect you. Um, during your cold, it helps protect you a lot of times during the heat. But what you find out during the heat is your pubic hair carries that odor. And that's the reason why the shaving and the waxing has become so popular in the like the late 1900s. The first salon, first waxing salon, we call it the Brazilian waxing. A lot of us women go get was open back in 1987. 
And it started out in Brazilian. Because we didn't have nothing over here like that in the U.S. like that. We had no clue what the hell was going on. We just thought we supposed to let it grow down there because that's where it's at and we ain't going to touch it. Because if you are a Baptist like me, your mother and your daddy told you don't touch it. But you know at 12 and 13, you get to having those little feelings. So we do touch ourselves down there because we're trying to figure out what function does that big wagon plays in our life. We try to figure out what function does that heart still plays in our big life. So hell yeah, we're going to touch it and we're going to see what it's about. But a lot of times little girls tend to grow quicker than little boys. So our pubic hair is going to start coming in at the at the age of nine. And for a lot of you guys that don't know, that's the age that most little girls start their ministry. The cycle, they every month, they bloody blood, however you want to call it, at the age of nine. Sometimes if, you, if that girl, if that young lady is a late bloomer, she will start at the age of, what, 13, 14? And with the pubic hair down there and her starting her cycle, it makes it very hard to maintain down there. But like I said, a lot of us is from the deep south, and we're told not to touch down there. We're told not to let nobody else touch down there. So guess what we do, guys? We walk around with that stank stank on us every day. We wash up every day. Don't get it twisted. We bathe every day, hopefully. Don't get that twisted either. Yeah, I said it. Miss Lisa said all of that. Because guess what? This is the Fetish Finesse Show. You tune in. You want the raw deal. I'm going to give it to you. But I also got to give it to you coming from my point of view as far as the medical, because I've been in the medical field for over 20 years. So I can sort of like straddle that fence a little bit from the medical, and then we're going to do the raw deal on how everything goes. And so you won't be timid. And knowledge is the key to everything you do in life. If you don't understand, you have, I've always told you, you're going to always have your advantages in life, but with those advantages, you're going to always hit those disadvantages first. And hair does play a, um, pubic hair does play a, a key part in our life, but we have been told by the social media, by the outlet, by the entertainment, about whatever to cut it down to shave it, to wax it. I also mentioned to you guys that the first salon, we called it the Brazilian Wax, was opened up in the U.S. in 1987. So with their pubic hair, the shaving of it, a lot of times when we shave and we're using a new razor, we have cuts, and those cuts can get very infected if they're not taken care of. I'm not going to tell you to shave. I'm not going to tell you to let it grow. Only thing I'm going to say is that if you're shaving and you're waxing, shaving of it is you need to put some kind of like Neosporin or some kind of um, antibiotic cream down there if you do shave and you do get a nick or you do get a cut so you don't want that to get infected. You let it get infected, you're on a whole nother issue in itself. And a lot of times you go to the doctor, you're so timid by the doctor, you're not going to tell them that you're shaving every day or that you are or you're waxing, but they know 
We know, like when you come into the office, we know what you're doing down there. So a lot of times it's your body, it's your knowledge, it's how you want to play the game of life. You have to tell your doctor everything, even when you feel like that, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, I feel so intimate. Well, this is not my regular doctor. This is an on-call doctor that he's sharing call with for this weekend. But still, at the end of the day, screw him. Everybody's getting paid to do a job. Screw him or her. So you do have to, you do have to be open and honest with what you got going on as far as your body and down and your shaving. If you're waxing, guys, a lot of times what I have found just from personal experience, especially if you have like uh, piercings on your big wagon, your JJ or whatever name you want to call her, you can call her Christy or however you want to call her, Gabriel or whatever name you want to call her. When you do waxing and you have piercing down there, what you will come in um, a problem with is that they will wax you, but they would never know how to really give you a good clean around on your piercing. And what I mean by that, people like piercing, why would she need to clean around on your piercing? There are so many different piercings out there when it comes down to your big wagon. And one, I'm talking in Pacific because I don't really know. I'm just telling y'all, stay out of my business. Uh, the Christina piercing, that's when you pierce the top of the month, the front of your big wagon. It looks real cute. It's there really for decoration, but not really because if, you, if your piercer know what they're doing, they go down and pierce it just right above the hood, and then you get your little hood piercing. So make it, you got two piercings, but it makes it seem like it's four. I don't know all that, but I am called Miss Nisi. I am called a walking encyclopedia. A lot of times when you do have these piercings and you go and you go get your waxing or you may shave down there. Shaving a lot of times with piercing works, but when you go get waxing, they brand new or they just don't really know that as you take that piercing out. Hell no, I ain't taking out my damn piercing. You know, it hurts. They put it in. I'm not going through that damn pain no more. So when you go to a waxing, you let them know. Hey, I got piercing down here. Do you know what to do with that? Don't let them pluck nothing. And when you do go down there and you do get your wax, you or you do shave. As soon as you get back home, you jump in the shower. You don't take a cold bath or a shower. You don't take a warm. You don't take a hot bath or a cold. You know. You know what I'm trying to say. You do everything lukewarm, and you make sure you lubricate that area. And at that point, guys, women, go commando. You don't need to put nothing else over that area. You need to let it breathe. You know, if you're born in the deep south, they would tell you to go to bed with no underwears on because everything's supposed to have some kind of breathing point in life. That's the advantages and that's the disadvantage of growing up in the south. So with all that said, when you do have pubic hair, and you start to get into your sexual acts, especially when you like a teenager. We all hope teenagers are not having sex, but we all know they do. You tend to come across bugs, lice. That's one disadvantage of having hair down there. Also the disadvantage of having hair. Hair smells. It carries that odor. It carries that bacterial. The hair, the pubic hair grows down there for protection, but also too much is just too much of it. You will sit in 
different bacteria. You will set in um, different types of bugs. Um, when the Brazilian store was open, Brazilian wax shop was open in 1987, the doctors seen a decrease in the, in the patients of um, pubic lice. When people start shaving, the doctors are like, okay, then what's going on? Because they don't, people are not coming in saying they got bugs, they got pubic lice. And, and at that point, when you're talking about pubic lice and, and you're talking about your private part, everybody gets it. Because, you know, we had a stigma on the Caucasian, people get lice. Nope, everybody gets it. The crabs, everybody gets it. Especially if your pubic hair is long, everybody gets it. So, with all that said, guys, you have to understand everything that's going on with the, with the pubic. I will get a little more detail when we come off of our break. Thank you for tuning in to the fetish underscore finesse. Ask Miss Nisi. Thank you, guys. Happy Friday. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. Okay, guys. Thank you for tuning in this evening with us on He Said What Radio. If you are looking to advertise, you can send all your information at he said what what network dot com. You can also slide to the network YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. Follow us on IG at He Said What Radio and Fetish underscore finesse. You are tuned in this evening, guys with Miss Nisi on the Fetish Finesse Show. Thank you guys for giving me a chance. Okay, guys, your pubic hair color, let's get into the color of your pubic hair. That stands alone, and that depends on really your eyebrows. And you're like, what? What the word? Because your hair color can be different, but your eyebrows can be different, and it is the melanin, and y'all know that because you know what? Sierra just made a cute little song about that. She uh, performed it on 
what BET, American Music Awards, Hon La La, about Melanie. You know, there's been a topic lately about how the color, your pigment, just understanding and being comfortable with who you are through life and, and just what it is. Um, throughout your life, you know, guys, as we get older, your melanin decreases. And you like, well, I'm 40 years old and I got gray hair because at that point, it really comes from hereditary. If your parents start to grow a little older and their melanin and their body decreases, that's how you start to get your gray hair. And with that said, you know, we do a lot of coloring. So your hair may be blonde on top. Your eyebrows may be blonde. But if you let your your pubic hair grow, that's where you get you look down. Everything is a different color, and you like what in the hell? And your partner like what in the hell is going on down here? Um, back in the day, because everything got to start. Everything has a history. Just like I tell you guys all the time, you have your advantages and you have your disadvantages in life. So this is where you got to understand and try to figure out, like, which road I'm going. Just because you go down a road and that road is a stumbling block, back your ass up because then that's where you hit them side roads. Sometimes you got to take a detour sometimes and just sit your ass down somewhere. As the older people can say, sometimes you got to sit your ass down somewhere and just let God take the wheel and keep it moving. Yes, I said it. Back in the 1800s, the 1900s, a lot of times, you know, these big 500 companies take a lot of credit for things they really didn't invent. They just probably made it better. But everything has to come from somewhere. And when you look at it, it's all God God made anyhow. The ancient Egypt invented the sugar waxing. Yep, they did it. They did that because they said that that was a symbol of status when you were down and bound. You know those people back in the day was nasty. We just carry on the torch of it. Well, my bad. Let me speak for myself. I just carry on the torch of it. So they used to use goat bile, viper, venom and powder, bat blood was what they used back then to achieve that smoothness that we like to feel. Like when we first get our wax on, we get a real nice shave, and we put on some brand-new damn panties, and we like, ooh, this feels good against my skin, okay? I also mentioned earlier that the pubic hair trimming and the waxing was not not fashionable until the late 1900s. Um, that comes from your... Country Brazilian. That's why they call it the Brazilian wax. They put their name to it, they stuck to it, and that's what it is. Throughout the years, you had your different companies come in and they make everything better for us. That it's okay with that. When you're doing your waxing, you have to be real. You have to be real, 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 real careful. You're waxing when they're doing all the 
they using hot gel, hot oil, or just the wax and substance in itself. Sometimes they let that stuff get too hot. And women, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about because a lot of times, 30 minutes or an hour after you have left that salon to get wax, you still feel like that was, you still feel like you're on the table and it has this real, real bad ass burn. Real bad burn. And a lot of times if you do not go and take a lukewarm shower or a bath and put some kind of soothing, um, I wouldn't suggest like the lotions with the deodorant or all of that in there. I would like you need to do, do something with like your uh, aloe vera lotion, your aloe vera oil, and just don't put anything, don't even put on no panties and just let yourself breathe for the day, put on a nice sundress or something, just stay your ass at home, however you decide to do for that day. But I'm just letting you know that if you ever come across something like that, you have to really take care of that because if not, you can set in a real bad rash. That's when you start getting your staff balls, your abscesses, um, all those things can carry on. And at the end of the day, what I tell you guys, this is your body. Sex ain't going nowhere. Money ain't going nowhere. Drugs are not going anywhere. But this is your body. You tune in every Friday. Miss Nisha is going to get you right on how you're supposed to take care of everything from A to Z, from the medical point down to the raw deal point of it. So with all that said, a lot of times women we know also, and you got men that go get their wax. I don't know if I hope they're not doing their they buddies down there. You just need to shade those because those are so sensitive. Um, waxing is very expensive. That's one of the reasons why you still buy your uh, shaving razors and your little shaving cream. And you keep those near you because waxing can be expensive. And then if they're not doing it right or they have a brand new person and your person that you normally go to is not there and they're making that, that waxing too hard, that can cause problems, too hot and too hard. That can cause problems. Um, with your waxing, or even sometimes if you're not shaving every other day, you know your hair grows back and it gives you that little spiky feel. And a lot of times if you're up and you work a 7 to 7 or you work up in the daytime and set a night to where you don't really have time to just really take your time and get on to your personal hygiene, you get up early in the morning, you might do that, that quick wash up. We call that the whole bath uh, for men and women. And you go, and then a lot of times you may go on your lunch break, and you be like, why if I'm feeling sort of something sticking and poking me through my clothes? It's because you don't start that growth. So every other day, if you're, if you're doing the shaving, just trim it up a little bit. You can run your little razor across it. And a lot of times you don't need to even really, I would suggest putting nothing on there. When I'm just in the shower, in the bath, and I'm just running the razor, you got your water. That should be good enough. Um, we as people need to stop doing so many deodorant type, shaving type things down on our gentle areas because everybody's pH is different. And you'll understand a lot of times when you have all this bacteria going on because your pH is so off balance, it's crazy. And when you have multiple partners and you're not using protection, that throws that pH off. So you have to be careful on what you're doing, anything. Anytime you're doing anything down there on that gentle area, as far as your bit wagging and your heart still, when you when you do wax, when you do wax, which it, it is nice, um, 
everybody had their own uh, personal preference when it come down to your hair. When you when it come down to your gentle area, so when you do wax so or when you do shave, I always tell you you got your advantages and your disadvantages. You put yourself at greater risk of contracting your STDs, your STIs, and people are like what is STI? Let me, let me explain it to you. It's not an STD per se, but it's close enough. It's sexual transmitted infections. STIs or sexual transmitted infection, aka trick, aka bacteria vaginosis. He may not dealt with nobody, or she might not dealt with anybody that has an STD, but it's close enough. And when you when you take off all your pubic hair down there, you put yourself at a greater risk at having or contracting those types or STIs. A lot of times when you go to your doctor and you be like, well, I'm itching down there, or I took a bath, or I really did an extra monthly hygiene, but I still had this different type of smell, it's because you're carrying an STI. And with that said, guys, let me just give you a little knowledge behind that. Every 10 years, the antibody is made. Antibiotic pill is made. That's the reason why a lot of times when doc- doctors and, you know, our providers, they over-prescribe our antibodies to us. So a lot of times when we go to our doctor and we have certain things going on, they give your antibody and they give your antibody, they give your antibody. It's because that makes your body more resistant to, like, to, to the antibody. So anything that you do at this point is not going to help you. So a lot of times that's why they have to prescribe you two and three, maybe sometimes four refills, and you take a break in between each refill so you won't have so much of a toxic level in your body when it comes down to your um, antibodies. Grooming down there, as far as your big steel, I mean your hard steel, your buddies, and your big wagon, it's nice and it's smooth. We all know hair carries older, especially during the summertime. Or if you just a heavy sweater, we already know hair carries older. And we also know that when you take off your panties and you know guys are being taught women, that if you can smell it before you get to it, you don't need it. And which if I had a son, I'd probably tell him the same thing. So if you don't cut or if you don't cut all your hair or wax it all off, then you just keep a nice little trim. That way you can start a life, you can be in, in, you can be in that in-between state of it, meaning that you got enough hair to protect yourself, but you don't have enough to where it's just overbearing and it makes it hard for your, you know, your sexual activities. You don't really have to worry about the, your, your growth spikes. You don't really have to worry about contracting a whole lot of lice or any kind of the, the crab syndrome. You don't have to worry about all of that. Would I cut off all the hair? Hell yeah. I like a ball big wagon. But you have one partner. So you know if any damn thing go wrong, that's on that food. So you got to check that food. I just know just from working in the medical field for over 20 years that, you know, when you have patients come in and they're not well-groomed down there, the stench in the room would clear the room. I didn't say cut off all the hair. I didn't say leave all the hair. I said put yourself in a middle ground to where you don't stink, 
You don't have to worry about catching STIs, which is what the miss needs to tell you guys, sexual transmitted infections. You don't have to worry about the hair growth, the balls, the what they call it, the ingrown hair. You don't have to worry about none of that. If you keep enough hair on there, trim it enough to where you're protecting yourself, but also have it enough to where it don't interfere in your sexual life behind closed doors, okay? And this is what I, um, this is all I wanted to say about that. I want you to remember life. Keep enough on it to where you're in the middle part of the field when it comes down to the pubic hair. STIs, sexual transmitted infection, staph bars, your abscesses, your gentle um, injuries. Also, women and men, because everybody now go get their waxing, start looking at your reviews on these different salons when you go into them so you'll know that their hygiene and their yearly evaluation with OSHA and JCO and everything is up to standard and up to par because you don't want nobody down there messing with your with your 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 things and they're not clean. And just because they cheap they don't mean they good. So sometimes you got to spend a whole lot of money on things that you want to achieve in life anyway. Okay, guys, if you have any questions for Miss Nisi, please call in at 515-602-9647 and press 1. Again, 515-602-9647 and press 1. Hey, I want to introduce you to something new. A new social media app for black and brown people of color, as well as non-black people who love and support the black community. The Melanin People's app is designed for individuals, entrepreneurs, and organizations can promote their brands to the community. This app was designed to promote our culture, our hard work, our resilience, our legacy, our brands, our products, our services, our organizations, our businesses. You can tell stories of your favorite places in Africa. South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Asia, West Indies, and the Caribbean. This is how it works. Step one, create your profile, personal or business. Step two, complete your profile. Step three, create your first post. Step four, click explore and find new people to follow. Step five, have a product, service, skill, and talent you want people to find. Upload images and videos to your profile. For product, I just sales file, a backlink to your website, sales page, or online business destination. Enjoy your new community, melanin people, connecting people of color. Hello, hello, hello. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. You are listening to Fetish, Fetish Finesse with Nisi, and I am your girl, Simply Bree. And uh, this is the Ask Nisi segment. So if you have a question um, or you have a comment, maybe you want to share a quick experience, you can give us a call. The number is 515-602-9647, and you'll press the number one, and we'll bring you up. So uh, without further ado, Ms. Nisi, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Ms. Bree. How you doing? I am great. I cannot complain at all. So whoo, we are talking about hairy or shaven vagina and penises or big wagons and hard steel. So um, my question, my first question that comes to mind, because when you get a Brazilian done or if you shave, the chances of you getting ingrown here is, is really high. So now if a woman does, let's say she gets a Brazilian done and she starts to have ingrown hairs, she becomes a little self-conscious. Is there anything that she can do to help get rid of those ingrown hairs um, and not be embarrassed by them? Yes. You know, like if you're shaving well, every other day to keep from having that little spiky feel when you're putting on your panties, mm-hmm. uh, when you're going for your Brazilian wax, when you come mm-hmm. in, take just a lukewarm water, shower, or bath. Mm-hmm. I would just shower, really. I wouldn't really bathe mm-hmm. behind that after waxing or shaving. Shower, or, you know, you can get over the counter. You can get that bathroom. It's like a bathroom uh, ointment, because if you go mm-hmm. back to your Neosporin or any of those type of ointments, a lot of time it may burn a little bit. So if you get the Batrim, which is B-A-C-T-I-T-R-I-N, Batrim, mm-hmm. okay. that um, ointment, you can get it over the line. It used to be like you have to get a prescription for it, but you can get it over the counter. And mm-hmm. you, put that, you should put something like that over it anyway just to give you that more of a secure type layer. You understand what I'm saying? Especially if yeah. you are the one that's, um, if you're prone to it. Some people are not prone to it, but if you're hairy and you're just prone to ingrown hair like that, you should use that mm-hmm. always. Mm, okay, okay. Now, I know a few men who they just, I don't know what it is about sweaty coochie, but they just love it. Like you come home from work and they're just trying to go downtown, like immediately before you even get the shower. If that makes you uncomfortable, but yet your partner wants to go down, and let's say you're hairy down there. So like you said earlier in the show, the hair tends to hold an odor. Um, should you just let them do it anyways because that's just what they want? Or, you know, should you try to, like, do the bird bath first? Or, I mean, how do you handle those type of situations? Give it to them. Oh. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Did I not tell you this early on, weeks ago, and I'm sure one of you said, me, sometimes you just have to meet a man and go, you know what? 85, 90% of men love, I call it stinking cooch. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's us yeah. as women that's very insecure. And you know what that term is, that smell that you have? It's the pheromones. You know, they even sell that in mm. the bottle a lot of times. And you put it on your body and it matches with your pH and your and yeah. your partner gets your scent. 
You understand what I'm saying? So they know mm-hmm. your scent, and sometimes they just want it like that. A lot of times they want it like that. Rather do they want you to clean up, give it to them. What you, oh what you, what you self-conscious about? I will come in after a 12-hour shift and be like, you want some stank cooch today? I'll wake up in the morning, you want some stank cooch? Because they love it. It's, it's, and it's really not, we look at it as, well, we stink, but it's your natural body aura that they want. If that is what they're smelling, it's your pheromones. You know that, right? Wow. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about a man and he comes in like that, and you know a lot of times when we're growing up in the deep south, our men are taught not to be circumcised because a lot of times midwives are the ones that deliver them. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, you find them in our age group or a little older, they're taught not to be circumcised. So with that said, he might want to jump in the shower because once you pull that foreskin back, it smells like meat in a can. That's yeah, what we call uncircumcised hard steel, meat in the can. <laughs> that ain't good and that ain't right. Don't do me like that. <laughs> meat in the can. Okay. Okay. Um, now, is there any advice that you can offer to men who are interested or they're curious about being, um, like, getting a Brazilian done, but they don't want to be – looked at as, um, you know, less of a man, they just want to be clean down there. Is there any type of advice or words of encouragement that you can give to them? Yeah, they can go ahead and get it done. It's just, it's the thing of this, mostly just like the woman. But for a man, what I will not let them do, those buddies down there, they won't touch those. You know, those buddies are very sensitive. Yeah, and you really can't. You have to. You have to treat those like your clitoris. You, those yeah. buddies down there. You have to teach them. You have to treat them like your clitoris. But they can go ahead and get a Brazilian wax, and I would. And I would tell them the same thing. Put something of some kind of antibacterial cream on the top of it, or you can use your uh, aloe vera if you got like a real aloe vera plant. You know, you can use the the sticky part of it that comes from that or just the real aloe vera, you're going to spend a little more money for it and just make it soothing. I would do that, but I would mm-hmm. shave my own buddies. I would shave my own damn buddies now. Now, you can't get down now. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. That's very interesting. Have you had any um, any interesting uh, situations occur when getting a Brazilian done? To my me personally? Personally, mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, damn yeah. I ain't gonna say damn it. Ninety nine point one percent of the time, I talk about something. Cause girl, I don't experience it. You know, experience is the best mm. teacher. Yes, because I have two piercings, mm-hmm. and the first time I went and I got a Brazilian wax, they asked me to take it out. I'm like, hell no, uh uh-uh. uh, right, <laughs> no. And I asked her because I went to somebody new. That's the reason why I'm like, my girl was out of town. I went to somebody new, and she was like, can you take those out? Hell no, you crazy. And then what you're not going to do is put no hot, wet substance over a hole that I had a piece of jewelry stuck in. Because, you know, I had a Christina piercing. And then plus I had my hood pierced. And the Christina is the front of the mons. You understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? The fatty part of the big wagon. That's pierced. But when you look at me, you know, you look at me. Uh, it looks like I got four piercings, but I'm actually I only have two. 
because of the way the barbells are thick. And I'm like, hell no, I knew then I couldn't go back. So I sort of like do my Mm -hmm. own thing because I'm going to take my time and make sure I'm cleaned around here. And no, you can't let nobody be fooling around. But I wasn't going to take that out for her to wax me. Hell no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was my personal spirit. Interesting. I um I went and got a Brazilian recently, and the lady she didn't speak any type of English, but I I also have a piercing, and she got so excited. She was like, "Ooh, nice!" and she started tugging at it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, what part of the process is this?" So it was interesting because only women can do stuff like that to women. If it was a guy, a guy can't, first of all, a guy is not going to be doing Brazilians. But if it was a guy um, laying on that table and let's say he had a piercing, I think it would probably be looked at as inappropriate if a woman was to do it to him. So I just find the comfort that women have with one another very interesting, um, to say the least, I guess I can say. So with that being said, my dear, that concludes our Ask Nisi segment. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you have questions for Nisi, please make sure you send your email to AskNisi at he said what network dot com. Nisi, I'm going to let you have your show back, and um, I will talk to you again next Friday. Thank you so much. Thank you guys You're for welcome. tuning in. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Fetish Finesse Show and Ask Nisi. You know what? Shaving and your <laughs> waxing. I don't get waxed anymore because of that. I'm not taking out my damn piercing for nobody. My cooch look pretty cool down there. My big wagon, Miss Kristen, look real good down there. I ain't doing all that. I do my own stuff at the house with a hand mirror and that's what I want to say to make everything sort of safe for you guys when you're doing the shaving or you're doing your own waxing if you can't really see down there you know just take a few minutes and get your hand mirror take your time you know you you apply like I said your antibiotic ointment over you do your um your aloe vera and you just shave slow just just take your time with it and um shaving is the most sexy thing and if you want to have a date night with your partner your boot thing and you just want to take it to other level let that let that person shave you let that person have time um and doing what they need to do and just guide them and everything and let them know to take it slow and just you know be real sensual with it uh having hair or removing your pubic hair is your personal choice. It's not an expectation. I know what society say, but I tell you guys all the time, this is your damn body. Rock it and roll it the way you want to rock and roll. As long as your ass is happy and your partner happy, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great and safe weekend. Hope the weather, the rain weather is not too bad. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. 
Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.